1: Hi friends, welcome to this week's quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. Before we get started, we have some super fun things launching in the next month Yay! and we're really excited about it, including a super exciting adulting retail collection. So you're going to want to make sure you're following us on social at Teach to Adult podcast and that you're subscribed to our newsletter. Super easy to do. Go to teachmehowtoadult.ca forward slash newsletter for news for when it drops. Yeah, we can't wait. We're so excited. It's going to be real cute, guys. Back to the
0: show. How are y'all feeling? We hope you're doing good and feeling good. But if you clicked on this episode and you're listening to it, it's probably because you've been feeling kind of meh and you can't snap out of it. And that's totally okay. You have come to the right place because we are all too familiar with what being in a rep feels like. And after about 10,000 days
1: spent in lockdowns and quarantines, I think everyone has been collectively in this like crazy worldwide rut this past year. Yeah. I've I've been in one. You've been in one. I've been in one. We came out the other side. So as we head into winter in Canada, it can also be super easy to fall back into this like endlessly dull, dreary loop. So yeah, hopefully this is coming at a good time for
0: people. Winters are pretty bad for getting in ruts. Yeah. Because it's just hard to do a lot of the things that like bring you joy in the summer and you just feel trapped inside a dark cave. But it doesn't have to be that way. And we have a lot of expert-backed advice on how to figure out if you are in a rut and then how to get out of its stats. And I'm personally super excited to dive into this because I'm
1: about to have a baby like any day now. Like we are, could be right now. We are real big, could be right now. You never know. So, having these tools on hand is going to be really helpful to help pull myself out of a rut or a perpetually low energy state that I'm going to be in. So, how do you know if you're actually in a rut? One of the main things is that things that used to excite you don't feel interesting anymore. Mm-hmm. You're usually feeling stuck and stagnant in your life.
0: And basically, like, that entire viral article that went out earlier in 2021 on languishing, that's what it feels like. It's languishing. It's losing joy and excitement. It's low energy, feeling lethargic. All of those negative things where, like, nothing is hugely wrong, but Mm -hmm. you still kind of feel like shit about life. There's just, like, a dark gray film over everything. Yeah. And the shitty part about being in a rut is that much like with burnout and depression, the things that you know would help you feel better Mm -hmm. seem impossible to do. It's just like paradox. So you're just stuck in a place where you can't take action and you know that you need to exercise or go outside or get out of bed in order to get more energy, but you don't have the energy to get out of bed and exercise. So it's it's a loop. Yeah, that's exactly
1: it. It's that inaction causes more inaction and then you're just in that stagnant place
0: and you're stuck.
1: And it doesn't feel good.
0: And I mean, I know for me, the telltale signs of when I'm in a rut, they they really do look a lot like depression and burnout. So sometimes it takes a bit of work to figure out like what's going on with me right now. Like, yep. am I really sad because of a situation? Am I really burnt out because I've like truly overdone it? Or am I just in a rut and I'm fucking bored? And what usually happens is like I stop wanting to go out. Everything feels really dull and endless. I have a lot of trouble getting out of bed because it doesn't really feel like there's a whole lot of reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, things as we said that would normally excite me like a new project at work something that would normally get me like really jazzed it just starts to feel daunting and unfulfilling and I become less communicative in general um, and I just kind of cave up which perpetuates a cycle of being in a rut because you don't leave your cave
1: yeah I'm a big cave caver upper too yeah I'm in a rut But the good news is it's just a state of mind and you can overcome it by creating new habits or just switching up your routine and just changing that mindset. So first off, it's really helpful to figure out what put you there in the first place. So trying to get to the source and identify what like limiting beliefs you might have that are holding you back from getting unstuck would be... Number one place to start.
0: Yeah, you might be in a rut with your job that you've been at forever and it's just gotten super boring. It doesn't let you grow or advance and it doesn't excite you anymore. Or maybe you feel like you're living in a groundhog day working from home and life is just passing you by. You might be in a rut with your social life or your relationship where you're just like running on a hamster wheel with the same people that don't bring you joy anymore.
1: So you kind of want to ask yourself what beliefs or stories are you telling yourself that are keeping you there Mm -hmm. and get to the bottom of it. And then once you know what's going on, here are some helpful strategies to get you the hell out of that rut.
0: First things first, here is like the cold hard truth that we all need to hear stop making excuses and take responsibility and this is as much for me as it is for you guys cuz i've needed to have that wake up call many many times and what it really comes down to is you have to stop using lack of time or money or any any other reason as an excuse to justify your unhappiness. You're creating Mm -hmm. your own barriers. You're getting in your own way. I can think of so many people that I know and love that get in their own way and pile up excuses that stop them from actually being as happy as they can be. If those are your worries, you can always deprioritize other things that you spend your time and money on to make space for doing the work that will help you get out of your rut, whether that's getting a therapist or a gym membership or moving somewhere else because where you're at just isn't working for you. Like we just, usually get in our own way with our own bullshit and our own excuses and we got to stop that yeah we've all done it we've all been there
1: and it's true and this rut that you're in doesn't have to be your narrative anymore that's the number one thing like you can rewrite your story reframe your mindset and just start living a happy passionate life again and you are in control of your thoughts and we just need to remember that
0: yeah that's really true you can do it (laughs) it's annoying because it's like oh great I can do it but like it starts with your mind 100% And and I also, I like what you said about the narrative because I feel like it's easy to just be like, oh, it, you know, whether it's a, maybe it's a Thursday and you're like, oh, I've just had a shit week and I'm just like not in a great place right now. And then you allow yourself to dwell in it's that victim shit. victim mindset. Yes. Yeah. It's For the rest of the that. week rather than yeah. being like, okay, Monday to Wednesday, we're pretty shitty, but today's a new day and I will not let this continue. Today is the day I stop. Yep. So yeah, mindset shifts are huge. Um, I know one thing Tony Robbins recommends that I love is turning shoulds to musts. Mm. And on the flip side of that, it's also turning have-tos to get-tos. So like you don't have to get up and do something. You get to get up. You have the privilege of getting up to do something. Like that's super, super powerful. It is a privilege. And then the one that Tony Robbins mentions, it's not like you should get out of bed and go for a walk or it's not like you should Call someone when you're feeling like you're in a really bad place and need help getting out of it. Those are musts. Stop thinking of them, you know, as maybes and make them non-negotiables.
1: It's like the antidote to the rut.
0: Yeah, exactly. And another piece of that is realizing that happiness is more important than comfort because I feel like a lot of times when we fall into these ruts, we get comfortable in them. You get comfortable in melancholy and in boredom and in monotony. And that comfort doesn't mean you're happy. It just means like you know what to expect and what you expect is pretty fucking mediocre. Yeah. And we get cozy there and this is just a huge one because we will stay stagnant for the rest of our lives if we prioritize what we feel comfortable in and are familiar with over chasing something better.
1: 100%. So start small. Here's what you can do if you're really feeling like you're stuck in that rut. It can even be as small as creating an emotional bank account.
0: And that's this really great thing that we learned from therapist Megan Refuse in um, an episode we did back in episode 12, How to Stress Less. And it's all about emotional bank accounts, which is essentially a way of thinking of your emotional and mental wellness as a bank account. And you just have to be aware of how many like positive, joy-inducing deposits you're putting in versus how much you're withdrawing from that bank account.
1: Yeah. And I, I literally just did this because I just came out of a two-month rut where I was feeling... sad and bitter and isolated and alone and honestly a lot of it was probably pregnancy hormones but there were also some real things happening in my life that was really getting me down and I'm usually pretty good at like a little bit of toxic positivity in there but brushing things off and and, you know and I don't like to wallow in my sorrows but I just found I was getting so negative. I wasn't talking to anyone about how I was feeling, barely opened up to you, barely opened up to Gabe. I was super reclusive, didn't make any plans, but literally after two months of straight moping, I sat down and was just like, enough is enough. I can't live like this. Like, this is not good. So I got out my notebook and got to work on my emotional bank account and it literally instantly helped. Basically what you want to do is make a list of all the things that make you feel fulfilled and happy. And rate them on a scale of 0 to ten. Zero being minimal nourishment, 10 being like the most nourishment that would just like fill your bank account. Yeah. And so when I made that list, I made it a priority to do at least three things from that emotional bank account every day, depending on how low I was feeling. So it can be like cooking healthy meals, watching a show. Like it doesn't have to be these like
0: big... Doing your Peloton. Yeah, literally
1: anything. Add me on Peloton. (laughs) Um,
0: And it it honestly helps. I'm so proud of you for doing that first of all good for you and it is a really really helpful exercise because as Megan said in that episode where she taught us about emotional bank accounts like some days you can only scrape together a two like you're just putting on an old episode of friends and that's going to bring you a bit of joy and that's all you got yeah other days you're going to be able to like go out for a dinner party with your 10 favorite people and be at a 10 right not every day will bring a ten, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You just kind of know how to nourish yourself. So totally. We do have a free downloadable for you guys of that emotional bank account that's really easy to fill in and keep with you. So go to teachmehowtoadult.ca slash less uh, and we will link it in the show notes and definitely try it.
1: Another thing that also helped for me was to make a list of all the things that weren't serving me anymore. And that's like people, places, things, just so I could bring some awareness to how much time I was spending on those things each day. And it was actually like too much. It was way too much. So that might be helpful for people too. But do your emotional bank account, promise it's like instant gratification.
0: Fuck yeah. Something else that can really help is to create manageable, doable goals for yourself. Just something to work towards because lofty goals can feel impossible to reach And that's not going to help you get out of your rut. That's just going to deepen your rut if if you just can't even do the thing you want to do. So smaller incremental steps that are achievable will really help you build momentum in your life. And that will in turn create more motivation. Because once you start achieving like small little milestones along the way, you just get more and more motivation. And that pushes you to be in a better place. We are big fans of Komal Minhas and she recommends adding in triggers to your goals in case you fall off the rails and I've never heard this before and I love it. So it's basically creating like if then statements. So if your goal is every day to do a yoga practice or like a meditation then you create an if then for that. So if I don't do my workout or my meditation in the morning then I will double up tomorrow or I will do it after Hmm. lunch so it's kind of creating like a safety net that makes it less it helps you from falling off the rails if you miss your target there's still a plan a place to achieve that goal in a different way in the day a plan B thank you and you're not just like pay the big bucks
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then you're not just like oh shit I didn't do it and then spiral throw in the towel yeah exactly
0: so love that love that and if you need some extra help with how to set killer achievable goals listen back to our episode number 25 five all about goal setting it is it changed it on i'm gonna go so far as to say it It did change my life in terms of how i approach goals and check out our downloadable goal setting cheat sheet at teachmehowtoadult.ca slash goals yeah that is a goodie Mm -hmm. another thing and i know we've said
1: this a hundred times but practicing gratitude is truly one of the quickest and easiest ways to improve your mood and just feel more positive about your life and there's research that shows that gratitude actually increases happiness and reduces social comparison so you can start focusing on what you have and not what others have, which can also sometimes lead us to a rut when you're comparing, yeah. you know, where other people are Feel stuck where at. you are. Yeah. yeah. And that's the beauty of this kind of practice. It gives you that perspective. It helps you stop taking for granted all the opportunities that you have every day that you're not noticing and taking while you're stuck in your rut. And I mean, it may be hard to go for a walk when you're feeling like you're in a really bad place. But if you knew today was like the last day that you'd ever be able to walk, you would go for that fucking walk. Yeah. You would walk. You'd come meet me in Rio and we would walk forever. <laughs> yeah. And it would be great. So gratitude really helps us find that appreciation for the little things. And then in turn, it's going to motivate us to make the most of those blessings. So yeah, it feels kind of frou-frou, but... The
0: science is there. It's there. It's yeah. there. It really is. hundred percent. The perspective piece is huge. It like shakes me out of my own bullshit when it's just like, do you know how lucky you are to be able to do the thing that you're yeah. just avoiding? Like, just fucking do it. Totally. Another really great tactic is to just shake things up and get inspired again because spontaneity and new experiences are one of the best ways to rock you out of boredom and negative ruts. Just getting out more in nature, even, can move the needle, and also being in nature is proven to lower stress, increase Mm -hmm. mental well-being, enhance your creativity, but whatever it is for you, you could enroll in a course, you could take like masterclass or Skillshare and just feel like you're doing something new that might inspire you. Take up a new hobby or do something that you used to love doing as a kid. Maybe you used to draw or like horseback ride or do something as a kid and you haven't done it in a long time. Get back into it, like tap into that shit that used to bring you so much joy. It could be going to your favorite exercise boot camp again, or if you've always liked running, but never take it seriously, like join a running club and, and get re-inspired in your fitness journey. Anything that sparks joy, just add it into your routine. And I promise you, you will feel inspired again. And inspiration is the biggest antidote to being in a rut. Sure is. For me, I love consuming anything that like, creatively inspires me whether it's like writing or great videos or beautiful music anything that just like gives me goosebumps it's that mm-hmm. will already help me be in a better place and that takes like five minutes a day Love and that. spending time somewhere beautiful and new that's outside that's big so just take a different street take a different route on your walk that can really it shake up. it up a bit I also know that for me the only way to really shake my myself out of a big rut is to enact big changes in my routine and my environment. I love I love change like it's it's i jam. So I do too. <laughs> the worse of a place I'm in, like the bigger of a change I'm gonna make, a lot of times like I'll I'll book a trip. Like I will travel if I'm not in a great place and need to like get over the hump. And traveling has been one of the best things in my life to put me on a better track, give me perspective, give me something new. But of course. We can't all just book a trip every time we're feeling stuck. (laughs) So look at small ways to incorporate those same feelings, like being a tourist in your own city, going for a sleepover at your friend's house that you don't normally sleep with. It changes up your routine. Get an Airbnb, do a, a little staycation. I did one with Kaylin in the city a few weeks ago. So fun. And we felt like we were traveling in a different country, even though we were just in a different part of our own city at a really chic hotel. Shout out to the Annex. Yes. And it... I don't know. It it gave me something so new and refreshing just to change up our routines. It yeah. was so great. Even if
1: you do something like paint your a room in your house or like mm. change the color of your hair. You yeah. can do something small like yeah. that and it'll just kind of shake shit up in your routine and yeah. just mix it up if you can't travel or get out anywhere. Like yeah. the things you can do around your house. There's more
0: budget things. Yeah, there's there's more budget things, but yeah. shake and bake, baby. Shake, shake it and up. Bake. Shake <laughs> it up. Shake it up. Another factor for me of like getting re-inspired again is like I know I can get really uncommunicative when I'm in a rut but connecting with people really does help even if it's the last thing you feel like doing so maybe you just need to like go and work elsewhere if you're working from home like go to a coffee shop go to a collaborative work environment like say yes to going into the office if you can and you're comfortable a few days a week just to like be around people again or call someone that you love who you haven't spoken to in a while because that really can invigorate your social skills and it breaks the monotony to like connect with and talk to someone who you haven't in a long time. Yeah. It's something so fresh and new. It gives you a whole new lease on life. So just pick up the phone.
1: Yeah, aside from the emotional bank account, opening up and connecting with people was also what helped me get out of the rut. That is that is a big one. Another thing that helped and this is really important guys, call in the big guns if you really do need help. So is that a coach? Is that a therapist? Is that a family member or a friend that you, you know, you tend to lean on when you're struggling? Because sometimes we just need that help from others to point out the areas in our life that kind of need to shake up. Yeah. And I actually had a coaching call with my coach that I used to work with like three weeks ago or two weeks ago. And it was exactly what I needed to help me get out of the rut. So sometimes you got to pull in the big guns. Yeah. You you need outside
0: perspective to get you out of your own head.
1: It was was amazing.
0: Yeah. Nothing wrong with asking for help. Yeah. Nothing wrong. So we hope this episode
1: helps pull you out of any rut or stagnant state that you're stuck in because we totally know how it feels. But the sooner you take action, the sooner you will be on the other side of it.
0: A hundred percent. And just remember that change really is your friend it's Mm -hmm. the best antidote to monotony and boredom so start making changes however small they are today and you will see a difference because if you can fall in love with change instead of being scared of it you'll find yourself falling into ruts a lot less you'll find every day to be exciting and full of opportunities rather than just like a monotonous existence so embrace change good luck friends you got this